Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the final NFL preseason slate of the year. We have four games to go over on Sunday and I'm very, very sad because preseason, just like the summer league for us, has been phenomenal. We've been crushing it. We'll go over my here tonight. Uh, in a second but yeah if you guys are new to the channel welcome my name is dk i make daily videos and live stream for nba and nfl slates on DraftKings. also making videos for nba top shot uploaded a video uh the other day going over some um some of the market nba top shot talking about wnba talking about some big purchases so go ahead check that out if that's something that interests you and market is doing very well uh, over there if you're unable to watch these youtube videos i also upload an apple podcast link down below called the dk dfs show and if you want to sign up for premium content offer that on patreon.com few different packages esports package includes call of duty and csgo nfl package obviously we're covering the preseason every single slate and then um nba package when that starts up in about a month we have preseason right around the corner and i do want to thank uh today's sponsor prize picks so if you guys are not familiar with prize picks, well, there are a few different ways you can go about playing prize picks. First way is just taking a straight up over under on fantasy points. So prize picks post players and their projected fantasy scores and you either take the over or the under. Now, um, really, really cool that they're, they're covering preseason. Again, they covered summer league as well. And going over the picks from, oh here, sorry, I should have pulled this up. Going over the picks from um, today, 2-2 two, two at 12, over, check. Keyshawn Vaughn, under, check. So we're two for two. Uh, yeah, always great to make some people money. So hope you guys uh, tailed those. And then, um, so looking at the board for tomorrow, I think the one that stands out to me right now is Nathan Peterman at 7.6. I think like the over there. Right now it's looking like he's going to play the entire game. Well, he doesn't have to have a great game to go over seven fancy points. But if he just throws one touchdown pass, like, he's going over for sure, right, playing the entire game. So, yeah, like the over there on Nathan Peterman. Also, if you prefer going over to single stat and taking, like, straight up over on rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards, you can do that as well. But, yeah, if you guys want to try it out, sign up. Use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. Link down below. You get a 100% match up to $100. The reason I like prize picks is you're not playing against anyone, right? You're just playing against the house. So, it's a nice change of pace. If you're playing DraftKings a ton and you want a little change of pace, give it a try. Again, DKDFS, link down below. And finally, I just want to thank you guys for all of your support in these preseason videos. It's been a great preseason, great summer league. Um, and yeah, can't thank you guys enough. So if you do enjoy this content, if you could, leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't know live. Probably going to be doing a uh, just a general Q&A live stream tomorrow, go over some stuff, answer any questions you guys have. So make sure to check that out, guys. And let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. All right, so before we talk about players and their prices for this four-game slate, we can look back line up here from Saturday's slate. So Saturday had a nice takedown, finished second in another tournament, but made a last-second pivot. And again, it costed me like $3,000. Just once, right? One time will I ever, ever make a correct pivot. I don't think I will. And if you guys are asked what I pivoted, well, uh, I had Chris Godwin in there and I pivoted to Palmer. Now, I thought those Bucks receivers were going to be a lot more popular, right? We knew the starters were going to play at least a half, possibly into the third quarter. So here's my reasoning I talked about in the Discord. The Chargers receivers I knew were going to go under-owned. Everyone was talking about the Rams. Obviously, we had the Bucks starters receivers. And there just wasn't a lot of talk about the Chargers receivers. 
Now, the reason I pivoted was I thought Godwin was going to be more popular. And he was like so low owned. So had I knew that, obviously I would have stuck with it. But the reason I did was I took a zero at Jesse James. So we had news after lock that he's just not playing. Like, we couldn't get that news before, really. So I started the day, or started the slate off with a massive tilt uh, with Jesse James not playing. So I'm thinking, okay, let me go, let me pivot from what I thought a chalky Godwin was to a lower owned Palmer. Hindsight, Godwin was actually unowned. He was like 5% in the main slate. So, oh yeah, Godwin finished with 17, Palmer had five. Uh, I was in another, this was this tournament I took down. Um, again, another tournament I finished second. But the one where I would have made the big money was this $12 2K to first tournament. I had 80, what did I have? 83 fancy points. First place was 90. So I keep that. I'm taking down uh, by a little bit too. Another 2,000 would have finished like in the top 10 in the big tournament too. So, ugh. Yes, it's still, uh, you know, I still had an 8X day, but could have been a 30X. And again, same thing happened to me summerly a couple weeks ago. Uh, pivot off Jalen Adams. So it just, you know, if you're going to ask me about a pivot, do the opposite because whenever I make a pivot, it never, ever works out. But yeah, again, all in all, it was still a great night for me. Great night for a lot of Patreon members as well. I'm hoping we can keep this going for the last preseason slate. Okay, so let's talk about these Vegas odds here. Raiders and 49ers are 36 over under. 49ers, five and a half point favorites. Dolphins and Bengals are 36 over under. Bengals, two-point favorites. Pats and Giants, 36 over under. Patriots, three-and-a-half-point favorites. And the Browns and the Falcons are 36 over under. The Browns are six-point favorites. So let's start with the quarterback position. For Miami, we know Tua, Taga, Tua is not going to play um, in the finale. So that leaves Brissett and Sinnott. Uh, I think Brissett is worth a look. Um, going to play a half. You know, Jacoby Brissett actually is a pretty solid quarterback. So little bit of interest. A little bit of interest there. On the Cincinnati side, not much. Joe Burrow's going to play, but not going to play a ton. Uh, all right, let's move over to the Raiders. So, pretty big news. Derek Carr not going to play. Mariota banged up. Well, here's the quote from, from the Raiders. Nathan Peterman, uh, it appears as though the Raiders have no plans to play starting quarterback Derek Carr, which, Don Gr- which Gruden noted that Peterman will start and Peterman will finish until I get better information. Also, factoring in the team would prefer not to use Marcus Mariota. So, right now, there's a very good chance that Nathan Peterman plays the entire game, right? So, if that is the case, obviously he makes for one of the best quarterback plays in the slate. He is not the best overall quarterback, you know, but if he's going to play the whole game, you got to have interest in Nathan Peterman. On the San Francisco side, so Garoppolo, Terry Lance going to kind of split the duties here. If I'm going to go to one of those San Fran quarterbacks, it would be uh, Trey Lance because he's got the rushing upside. Uh, New England, not much interest here in any of the quarterbacks. And the Giants, there is some some interest in Daniel Jones. Uh, Right now, he's going to play at least the first half, possibly into the third quarter. So that makes him in play. He does have a little bit of rushing upside too. So um, that's kind of our Matt Cleveland going to stay away from the quarterbacks. And Atlanta, I will pass as well. All right, let's move on to the running backs. So for Miami right now, it's kind of just passing on these guys. They have six backs. We'll see who ends up playing. We know the start. You know, we know Tua's not going to play. So does that mean Gaskin and Brown are out? Does that mean Gaskin, Brown, Ahmed are out? Like, how many available running backs are they going to have? So right now, just wait and see for Miami. As far as the wide receiver position goes, they do have some guys banged up. Um, again, we'll see who ends up playing. Waddle got a little bit banged up last game. Right now, it would kind of be guys fighting for, for roster spots. So... Like a Mac Hollins, he's been playing decently well in the preseason. I guess he's the guy I will mention. 
But uh, Miami's is a team right now that we'll have to uh, monitor that news. All right, let's move on to Cincinnati. So Cincinnati starters are going to play, but not going to play a ton. So like Mixon and Preen, I expect to be out there first few drives, and that's about it. Williams banged up. That's going to leave Chris Evans and Jacquez Patrick. Like both guys, uh, but do lean Chris Evans. He is uh, a very good pass catching back, even though he didn't catch a ball last game. He had, what, like four or five catches game one. So I think Chris Evans is a pretty solid running back play. And then wide receivers. So starters, probably not going to get to him. I think I'll, again, be more targeting the guys in the roster bubble, like or fighting for a spot. Auden Tate, Mike Thomas, Trent Taylor. These are all guys that I have a little bit of interest in. Okay, let's move on to the Raiders and running backs. So for the Raiders in the preseason, they really haven't been playing any of their main guys. And don't expect to see Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake out there, Rashard either. Um, expect a heavy dose of Trey Ragas, a rookie, and BJ Emmons. Um, do give the edge to Ragas. I think Ragas is the better overall player. He's a decent pass catching back. I think he looks pretty solid. If you move over to wide receiver, again, don't expect to see really any of their main guys. So this is another one where it's like, all right, we'll see who uh, who is uh, going to be available. But possibly some guys that are in play, maybe a Keelan Doss, maybe a Stoner, right? Those guys far, farther down the depth chart. And I will mention a tight end, Alex Ellis had four catches last game, but there's probably a couple other guys that uh, I prefer here. And moving on to San Francisco. So another one where it's like, okay, they only had two healthy running backs last night. We'll see who's going to be available here. And starter's going to play. Does that mean most start and sermon will get action? Don't know for sure. So again, monitor that. If everyone that was out last game is out again, then we have two guys in Gallman and Jermichael Hasty that both look really good. Both involved in the passing game. Again, if you only have two running backs in the preseason, that's very, very good. So, again, monitor news. Uh, I know I'm repeating myself a lot, but I think there's a decent chance that uh, all the backs that missed last game are out again. And then we have guys like uh, Gallman and Hasty look really good. Now, wide receivers, one guy mentioned here for San Francisco, and that is Jawan Jennings. He missed the last game, uh, expected to play, and he got heavy work the first game. Again, the rookie, he's been playing well in, in the preseason plus in, in camp. So, um, Juwan Jennings is the guy I'm looking to here for San Francisco. Expect a good amount of work for him. All right, let's move on to New England and running back. So what we know, again, Sonny Michelle got traded. Uh, don't think we had a lot of Damian Harris, James White, um, maybe a series or so. Ramondre Stevenson's been working a lot more with the starters. And then you have J.J. Taylor. So the two guys I'm looking to here are Stevenson and Taylor. And Stevenson, the rookie, uh, we know he had that massive game one, 100 yards. He had a 99-yard run. And then we have J.J. Taylor, who is very, very involved in the pass game. And I expect to get a hefty workload in this game. But I think both New England backs look pretty solid here, Stevenson and J.J. Taylor. They also have Brandon Bolden on the roster, but he's just more of a special team veteran. Um, don't expect a lot of work from him in this game. A wide receiver for the Patriots. So we know uh, Nikhil Harry got banged up. He's out for a few weeks. Gunner's a little bit banged up. Starters might get a series or two. Um, but the guy I think is the safest right now is probably Wilkerson. Now, he doesn't have a ton of upside, but he's played the most snaps so far for the Patriots. I think he's a fair option. All right, let's move on to the Giants. So we'll see about Saquon Barkley. Um, oh, we did this to the news. Okay. Saquon Barkley won't play in the preseason against the Patriots. But we'll just, okay, cool. Um, I thought I, I thought that was about last week. So, yeah, Saquon's out. If we go to the depth chart for uh, the Jets, or for the Jets, the Giants, they have uh, four guys. So, Devontae Booker, Cork Clement, Brightwell, and Sandro. So, really the main guys to look to would probably be Booker, Clement, Brightwell. Expect Booker and Clement to really be working with the uh, the first team, right? We know the starters are going to play at least a half. 
So I'm actually okay with Booker, Clement, and then expect a decent amount of rookie Gary Brightwell in the second half. So those three running backs are all in play for me for the Giants. At the wide receiver position, so we know the starters are going to play at least a half. We know Galladay's out. I think that makes Shepard and Slayton pretty solid options here. Both starting wide receivers could be playing with Daniel Jones for at least a half. I think both are decent options. If you want to go to guys who are like fighting for spot, you know, you have CJ Board, Dante Pettis a little bit farther down the depth chart. That'll probably get a decent amount of work. Uh, maybe a little bit of work for the starters in the first half, but a lot uh, more in the second half. And then tight end. So Evan Ingram, yeah, if he's going to get, you know, at least a half, possibly more, I think he makes for one of the better tight end plays of the slate. We know he's a decent pass catching tight end. And yeah, I, I think Evan Ingram is a pretty solid play. All right, guys, let's finish up with Cleveland. So Cleveland, I don't expect to see Chubb or Hunt in this game. So that's going to leave three guys, Dearness Johnson, Felton, and John Kelly. Um, all th- We know the good thing with Cleveland is they really like, dump, like dumping it off to the running backs. They do. So all three are going to be involved in the passing game. Felton even you know works a little bit in the slot. They gave him a little more carries last game. But I think all three running backs are pretty solid. And, and Johnson, Felton, and John Kelly – uh, expect a decent amount of work for those three guys. And Atlanta has been pretty bad so far in the preseason, and I don't expect a lot of their starters to play. So Cleveland could be playing from the lead and just, you know, ground and pound. So, yeah, Johnson, Felton, John Kelly, all should be involved in the passing game. I think all three pretty solid plays here for Cleveland. At the wide receiver position, so I don't expect to see Odell or Jarvis Landry. We might get a little bit of Donovan Peoples-Jones right now. He's the number three wide receiver. But I think we could get, um, you know, guys. So I mentioned Davion Davis. He's suspended for the first two games. He has the out tag. That's going to lower the ownership. He's played a lot last couple preseason slates, so I think he's viable. We have Cordero Hodge, who played a lot last game. Right last game, the, the Browns only had four healthy wide receivers. So again, we'll see who's, who's available. But there's definitely some possibility for guys playing a lot here. So again, like Davion Davis, Cordero Hodge. Um, yeah, monitor this. But I think there is. Uh, the, the Browns could be pretty short, uh, shorthanded at wide receiver. And moving on to tight end. So don't expect to see the main guys. Uh, Hooper and Joku Bryant all really didn't see any action last game. Uh, Davis was involved heavily last game, but now he's injured. So that leaves Jordan Franks, who is going to play a lot in this game, most likely. And actually is a decent pass-catching tight end. I think he, he is one of the better tight end plays for sure on the slate. Let's finish up with Atlanta. There's really not much interest in me in Atlanta. They've just been bad. I we'll see about Matt Ryan. We don't know for sure. Um, okay, it's no, that was that was last week. Right? We don't know for sure if he's going to sit out this this week. But like they just haven't been able to move the ball. Felipe Franks, Josh Rosen, yeah, yeah. Running backs, I, I just probably in a pass. Right, the the Falcons have really been struggling moving the ball. Just look at their last game, right. If Matt Ryan's out, I really don't have much interest. Kyle Pitts hasn't played it either. The Falcons in general are just a team I'm probably going to stay away from. But, um, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it. If you have a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you don't go live. Looking to do a general Q&A live stream tomorrow, so make sure to check that one out, guys. Thanks again. Let's close out this NFL preseason uh, on a high note, and I will see you guys all tomorrow in the live stream.